Why is the number unknown? Uh, the number is unknown because I'm calling you from Skype. Ah, are you checking to see if it works? Yeah, and I am also, um, uh, I finally got it all set up because of PayPal and everything. PayPal's retarded. Uh, and mm-hmm. I also have software to record it. So I am recording this to see what it sounds like and how big the file size and everything is going to be. Oh, this is so much fun. I know, right? You are, like, being recorded right now. I know. That's actually kind of creepy. I know. At least me this. <laughs> so guess what? I finally got my uh, my car back today. Really? Good. And so whenever I went and uh, turned it into the body shop and I got the rental car and all that sort of fun stuff, uh, the guy asked me, like, he waived the young driver fee uh, and then was like, hey, do you want to get this, like, additional insurance thing? It's, like, 17 bucks a day. So two, only $2 more than you would have paid for the young driver fee, so why not? And I'm like, eh, why not? Insurance is covering it. Uh, yeah, the, the insurance did not cover that part. Oh, yeah. So all told, um, I don't know where the receipt for that went, but all told it was, like, 540 bucks for the rental and then insurance covered all but like 225 of it that I had to pay. Yay. Well, that's better than all of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I figured it up that if I didn't add on that additional insurance that I had to pay out of pocket for, I would have paid mm-hmm. like $39. So, yeah. So now, to cover this, I have to borrow money from my mom. Again. Again. Which should hopefully be the last time. Because I don't want, I don't like having to borrow money from her. If I don't have to. I understand that. Yeah. I'm getting an ultimatum if I take time off. Do what? I'm getting an ultimatum from my mom if I can, if I take time off from school. Oh, sweet. No, not sweet. Because if I only take off a semester or if I take off a year, depending on what I want to do, and I find an apartment and I get a job, I have one year to live on my own, to, like, I get to live on my own, whatever, and then I have to go back to school. And if I don't go back to school, she tells me that I have to be able to do everything by myself. Oh, nice. Yeah, which I kind of want to yell, that's fucking bullshit because you had a kid and you had help the entire fucking way through school. Yeah. But I won't do that. Because she's your... That won't get me anywhere. Yeah. So, I have a very important Wolverine question to ask you, and it's been bugging me for a couple days. Why didn't you ask it sooner? Or did you save it strictly to record it? I kind of saved it strictly for recording. Because I'm weird. And because, this will be exciting. Yeah, and it requires a little bit of of like explanation. So, okay, which way do you prefer Wolverine's claws? Do you prefer the coming out between the knuckles, or do you prefer the coming out through the weird like metal things on the top of his hand? Like where it doesn't slice through his skin. Right, because there's the uh, because there's the um. Uh, because you've probably seen it on the older art where the claws aren't, like, blades. 
they're more like rounded spikes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, where they actually, like, implemented little slits in between his knuckles, and... No, these are like, like, if you make a fist, they, they're they on top of the hand. Oh, yeah, those. Yeah. No, I don't like those. Yeah, I don't... I don't like him being in pain, but I don't like those. It's unattractive, and that's not how his powers work. You know, because I've... the whole thing was, before his spine and all the rest of his bones were fused with adam... Blah, 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 adamantium... They are his bones. Yeah. As in, they are all natural. A part of his body, they actually come out from his hands. That is where they are stored. They're like cat claws. Right. They're retractable, except they hurt like a bitch. Right. And he bleeds. But he heals. So. Yeah. And um, and the other thing is, like, um, I mean, Grant, I haven't looked at a lot of the older Wolverine stuff, but it seems that the the ty- the kind where it comes out of the uh, the top of his hand you only see those metal bits where they come out of when he's got the costume on. Yeah. So, which doesn't make any sense to me. Other imp- I think it was just, I think it was an artist that took over and redesigned. Probably. Which I- is usually how it happens when you're like, that's not how the powers really work. Or I don't really like this design. Who the fuck is in charge here? Oh, it's that one because the other one got hired for another job, died. Uh, gave up his position because he was just tired of it. I hate that excuse when they're like, eh, I just wasn't into it anymore. Fuck you. You signed up for the job. Finish it. Yeah. But that's to... me being mad about finicky artists. So. Yeah. I need to look at, like, that initial Wolverine miniseries. Um, the, the one that they are apparently basing the next Wolverine movie off of. Imagine. Oh, boy. Imagine that. A Wolverine movie where you stick to the source material. Shocking. Let's see if it works. I know. I hope it does. Because I I like Wolverine to a certain extent. And it's like Wolverine in Japan and, you know, um, him. And his little Japanese ninja wife who gets murdered but isn't really murdered. And his son who claws his way out of his mother's womb and lives. Right. Yeah. All of that. It's a wonderful story. So heartwarming. Oh, yeah, it is. And then, like... Dude, his life is so fucked up. I'm not sure if I could stand another movie. Yeah. But, like, you get all the, uh, the, like, um... I think they're gonna have the Silver Samurai in it and all that fun stuff. Yeah, that is fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's that Wolverine miniseries. Yeah, the, the original Wolverine miniseries, it was, like, that four-issue limited... Um, mm-hmm. it, he's got the metal things on the top of his hands. They come out, but they're, act, but they're still blades. See, that's what I'm familiar with. Yeah. The spiky ones, I kind of recall, but the, where it's the silver things on top and then blades. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand what the fuck those silver things are. If we can find an explanation for them, I would love it. Actually, I might go look that up in a minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And and this is actually also old school, um, like two tone brown costume Wolverine, which I never liked. Ew. Well, it's like that grotesque. If you look up Wild Child and Sabretooth with that ugly ass yellow jumpsuit thing. Yeah. There's no words for that. Yeah. I feel that there's a horrible injustice done to Sabretooth. I don't give a damn how much you don't like him. Don't do that. That's just not nice. Yeah. And the fact that they then stuck it on another person? Yeah. Oh. 
The, not okay. The other thing I can't stand that a lot of artists do with Wolverine, it's like, you ever see those those pictures of Wolverine where he's got the claws out, but it's like really distorted and they're really, really curved for some reason? Yeah. I don't like that. It looks stupid. You need to find, I think it's called Wolverine, the Prodigal Son. All right. Uh, it's manga. It's what? It's manga. Uh, Early life, he lives in a dojo. Um, it's actually a fairly interesting take on it. Like this weird in-between of when he was, uh, I'll put him about looking like he's eight-ish to teenager. Roughly looks like the 90s kind of era. Yeah. Um, very interesting. Sabretooth is there, but he's just known as Victor. But you know it's him. I love it. I cut out the back pages because it was all the character designs. Oh, nice. Story, I was just kind of like, eh, I give up on it because I couldn't find another, like, the second book. Yeah. So, which apparently it's really, it was really a pain in the ass outside of, like, comic book stores. Yeah. Bits to find. Um, fairly recent. Yeah, I'm looking um, on Amazon right now. It came out in 2009. Okay. Oh, shit. Hey! So that explains why I could never find it. I literally bought one of the first copies published in Boston. Okay. Nice. That's where I bought it. We ran, it's the same place where I got my crow. So. And it's, it's. Great comic book store. Really nice guy. Yeah. It's not too expensive either. It's, uh, uh, how many pages? 192 pages and it's like 11 bucks. Yeah. Mine was a bit more expensive, but then again, I got it when it came out, so, yeah. essentially. And... So, I have another very important, uh... Wow, I cannot spell prodigal. Pro prodigal? Yeah. Yeah, prodigal. Yeah. Prodigal. It's a weird word. Uh, yeah, I'm... Half the time, I'm not even sure if I'm saying it correctly, but half the time, I'm not even sure the people who are saying it are saying it correctly. So, I just kind of go off what I hear. Yeah. Uh, For the most part, I think it's wrong, but that's me. Yeah. So, but there's, uh, in the, the current uh, arc in the Wolverine, like the, the most current Wolverine title, it's, mm -hmm. this arc is kind of terrible. Oh, uh, boy. Good, cause, and it's the whole... Um, Sabretooth and Mystique are back, and the hand versus the Yakuza thing that's going on right now. And you get weird stuff, because the guy who's writing it writes, like, because I wrote up a, a review, um, and I've decided that there are three different Jason Aarons. Jason Aaron is the guy who's writing it right now. And then you, you've got <laughs> your really serious Wolverine, or not Wolverine, yeah. really serious Jason Aaron, where, like, he is on point. It is like... You know, super serious and everything. Nothing too ridiculous. Then you've got your kind of silly, but and a little ridiculous. Not too because it's the uh, like, like the Wolverine. It's it's fun and gets a little ridiculous. Like right now, um, turns out Kitty being pregnant is she's actually pregnant with thousands of little brood inside of her. Ew. Yeah, scary. Um. So, uh... Did they just multiply themselves? It's actually one kid, but he's just multiplied? It's some sort of weird, like... 
they were like tiny microscopic brood that are in the air, but they're only affecting Kitty because it's sort of like an assassination hit on her by some crazy mega brood that I've never seen before. But and, yeah, she's and, with them. How is this going to kill her? Ah, uh, because she, I think she'll eventually turn into a brood, or like they'll kill her from the inside out, or something. So she, she does realize she could probably phase them out of her fucking body, right? But here's the problem: is right now you've got um, Beast, um, and, and you've got Beast and some of the other kids. Um, they're also microscopic inside of her. Um, so if she phased, then all the little brood would fall out, but so would the microscopic beast and everybody. And the other problem is they're still in the air, so then they would just reinfect her. So she needs to stick a fucking bubble over her head. Yeah. With an air filter. Yeah. And phase the bitches out of her body. Yeah. And they shouldn't have gone microscopic in the first place. That's just stupid. Yeah. If you've ever watched any of the old horror movies, you know that's just stupid. Yeah. So, but like, you've got that kind of that silly Jason Aaron, but then you have, like, this crazy Jason Aaron sometimes. Because, like, so, uh, this one issue started off kind of kind of cool in that, like, the Kingpin's running the hand right now, and he uh, ends up meeting with the guy who's sort of, like, the main Yakuza guy. And um, there ends up being this hit where they're trying to this third party is trying to start this war between the hand and the Yakuza and the hitmen they send are these crazy Southern hillbillies who are cannibals and they kill people with weapons made from bones. One of the guys literally has a gun made from bones that shoots teeth. I'm highly disturbed by this. I know. And then on top of that, when Wolverine does go to Japan, um, First off, he is attacked in the airplane by, like, somehow the entire airplane ends up being nothing but ninjas. Like, he goes to the bathroom, and you've got, so you've got all these Japanese guys, and they're in suits and stuff, and then the waitress lady comes out with a, uh, or stewardess lady, comes out with a uh, a cart, starts handing out swords, and then they all have gas masks on. They gas the whole plane trying to, you know, gas Wolverine, and then he comes mm-hmm. up, and it's him versus, like, a hundred uh, ninja on this plane, which is kind of ridiculous. And then you get to... Uh, Actually, that's kind of fun, because it'd be fun to just watch him kill them. Yeah, because, I mean, like, that's not super crazy ridiculous, but then you get... But when his legitimate powers, you know what he should do? He should rip the door open and jump out. Yeah. But, no, he ends up killing them all and then just walks off the plane. But, like, there is literally a part where, um, where is it? Oh, uh, okay, so there's this place where the Yakuza and the Hand are meeting, and, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're, and a fight ends up breaking out, and this one guy who is a member of the Yakuza says, Double-crossing ninjas, we need reinforcements! Sky Yakuza, go! And so these, like, tattooed, barely-wearing-anything Yakuza guy parachute out of a plane, like, tons of them parachute out of a plane with guns to land in this building where all these ninjas are. Okay, I'm highly offended for the Yakuza. I know, right? I'm so offended for them. And then, Which, the tattoos are traditional, but the barely wearing anything, not so much. Yeah. Um, 
And then they're actually really big on dressing really snazzy and having immensely impressive tattoos. Yeah. But then in the next issue, there's this part where Yakuza's on motorcycles wielding chainsaws show up. And I'm just... Again, the motorcycles make sense. The chainsaws do not. Yeah. What the fuck is this guy? Like, bipolar? Multiple personalities? Uh, let me... Schizophrenic? I can't remember how I worded it off the top of my head. Um, so I'm going to go look up my review real quick. It, the thought... The way I described this particular version of Jason Aaron really amused me. Um, da, 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 da. Hurry up, Internet. Let's see. Um, uh, uh, this Jason Aaron, I can only assume, is doing lines of cocaine while binge drinking coffee after having taken Ambien and is trying to see how long he can stay up. Okay, I'll give you that. I was going to ask if he's cousins of the Joker. <laughs> I mean, it's it's weird, but then there's like good parts. But then there's this part like, okay, so the son Yakuza on motorcycles with chainsaws. I think that just explained it. I know, right? But so there's an or an airplane full of ninja. Yeah. So, but this all sort of gets to the, this question I was going to ask you because uh, there's uh this this new Silver Samurai because the Silver Samurai got killed earlier in the series. And his son mm -hmm. taken up the mantle of the Silver Samurai. But he's got this uh, suit that's, like, super techno-advanced and everything. And him and Wolverine end up fighting. Because, of course, the Silver Samurai, this kid, is dating Wolverine's adopted daughter. And Wolverine's not happy about it. Um, Wait, which adopted daughter? Because he has a lot. Um, um, Remember we I think I think her name is Amiko. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, technically they consider Jubilee and Rogue, and then there's some other ones. Oh, true. Yeah, you have to think about the official, the unofficial, what is considered, and what is yeah. really forgotten. Yeah, she's, like, official. Like, adopted her. Like, it was a thing where, like, he saved her and her mom and then sort of adopted her, but then left her in Japan with her mom, and he kind of just shows up every now and then. So well, it's better for her. She can live her life and not die. True. It doesn't have to be surrounded by craziness. Uh, yeah. But so, so while Wolverine and the, this new Silver Samurai are fighting, there's actually this awesome little exchange where uh, when they're fighting, Wolverine says, you can't just put on a costume and call yourself a samurai. doesn't matter who your daddy was. And the kid says, I love that I'm getting a lecture on my own culture from an American. And Wolverine's reply is, Canadian. And then the kid's like, that's even worse. That's so rude. Wolverine was married to a Japanese first, dumbass. Yeah. She lived there forever in a fucking day until she was murdered. But so there's this... Yeah, so there's this part, though, where, um... This, like, the Silver Samurai ends up pinning Wolverine against a tree and then, like, hits him with like, this, like, crazy blast. And what happens is, is when Wolverine pops out of the... the comes out of the smoke and everything, he has no skin on his upper body. Like, it is down to muscle. All the hair, all the skin is off. And... Oh, that's just gross. But... I'm eating up the Oreo here. That's gross. All right. But so what happens is, in the space of two panels, half of his skin is grown back. Two panels later, all of his skin is grown back. Two panels after that, the hair on his head and his facial hair 
has grown out to the point exactly where it was before it all got burned off. And that's where I'm stuck. First off, I think he heals too quickly, but I'm really, like, confused on the hair. Like, how does the hair know exactly where to grow back to? Because all the hair, all the follicles are only skin deep, so when all the skin gets burned off, like, you couldn't even really make the argument, I don't think, that um, the follicles would have a memory of how long the hair was. Because it's all new. No, but genetics does. Well, true. But, like, it bugs me. It bugs me that literally in the span of about 10 seconds, maybe, he goes from no skin to brand spanking new. So, Dude, I mean, that's I, why he can blow off his fucking head and he still lives. Oh, yeah, I know. You can sever it. Yeah. You can eviscerate him. I think, you could probably, like, emasculate him and it would still... Yeah. yeah. I, I think... I'm just saying. I kind of think... But I think that's sort of what I don't like about Wolverine, in a way, is that... Remember, Sabretooth can do it, too. Well, true. But it's like... And well, okay. Sabretooth can... Okay, I can see why it bugs you, but think about it this way. The whole point of a feral, especially him and Victor, because they're basically the, part of the original set. They're Actually, they're the only set his little female clone doesn't count for shit. She's a clone. That doesn't count. Oh, true. Yeah. She does not count. I like her. I do. But she does not count. Also, his son doesn't even count. Because he didn't even really end up like him. Because the whole thing is, they're a part of original set that was basically their genetics are all set on survival. True. So that when their mutation comes out, their mutation is basically survival. So that uber healing prevents infection. Yeah. Uber healing is, I mean, it's a DNA thing because his entire body has been preset to survival. Yeah. If you go back to his childhood, which I've looked it up, and the most official that we can get is, yes, he belonged, he was, let's see, Victor was the official son, Logan was the bastard child, um, Shit happened, and Logan's powers came out first, and he ends up slaughtering people when he's very young. Then they end up running away. Victor takes care of Logan for most of his life. Victor gets shunned and has, like, the shit beat out of him, and he's the one that's always in charge, grown up. And, I mean, they survive. It's what they do. It's what they're meant to do. And they don't get to die. But I, and I would like to point out to the Silver Samurai that Logan was alive when samurai were still samurai without technology, bitches. <laughs> I'm just pointing this out. Logan knew actual samurai before this fucker. So. Oh yeah. Fuck well, it. I feel like I feel like they've they've got the powers they've got purely because Wolverine is too cool. You know, like Wolverine got popular and then got really popular. So they added on to, like, you know, his backstory and what he was able to do and all that sort of stuff. That's, it's kind of... That's because everyone finally realized how fucking hot this Canadian motherfucker is. I suppose. But he's hot. He's short, he's buff, and he's hot. You'll just have to forgive him. I suppose. But it's sort of like, like, I fell out of, the first time I read through Harry Potter, I fell out of love with Harry Potter in book four. Because... 
like, it's a little bit different here, but, um, like, with Harry Potter, like, Harry Potter felt too important, and I, as the reader, felt like I didn't know why, so I stopped caring. No. I feel if he had stayed doing the scene. The whole thing about Harry is, yeah, he's powerful. Yeah. But think about it. He was abused until the age of 11. He lived in a fucking cupboard. Oh, yeah. Well, my... Dumbledore left him there. Dumbledore really probably should have been arrested by the fucking ministry because he let child abuse happen. Oh, true. What the shit is that? Well, really... The kid didn't know how his parents died. He was told that his father was a drunkard yeah. and that his mom was a dim-ass twat. He was told that they died in an accident, in a car accident. Yeah. He didn't know shit about his life until he was 11 years old, and all that crazy shit started happening. Yeah. So personally to him, I mean, it's understandable, because he somehow stops a mass murderer, but then as you find out, it wasn't really him. Even he acknowledges that it wasn't even really him. It was his mother, because his mother sacrificed herself. Yeah. It was love. And then it goes on to show that, it's not that he's powerful, because, I mean, look at him. He sucks at potions. Yeah. He's really amazing at defense. And then, I mean, he's normal in just about everything else. He's a normal kid who's been stuck with amazing powers. Basically, he's supposed to represent Jesus. Um, huh. Except with that, that whole all-knowing omnipresence. So... And then it goes on. I mean, it really does go on. And he, you see how he becomes very anguished. He does. And then you see, like, between him and Draco, which they're two sides of the same coin, except one ended up not being as obviously abused. Yeah. Harry is obvious. He can tell you, oh, I was cooking at the stove by the time I was tall enough to reach it. Or actually, before that, he was like five. He was doing laundry, gardening, cooking. He probably burned himself, cut himself, scraped himself, was sunburned to the point where he probably really should have gotten skin cancer. His aunt went so far as to chop off all his fucking hair, and thank God he had magic because it grew back overnight. Yeah. I mean, he was given no clothes of his own. He wasn't given any kind of toys. He wasn't given any kind of love. And then you get to see Draco, and you realize this by the sixth book, and I like how they did this in the sixth movie also, when you find out about Draco, that yes, he's rich, yes, he's spoiled, but his father is a cold-hearted bastard that expects far too much out of him because he believes in Voldemort. And you realize that Draco's not a bad guy because he has some fucking clue what he's doing. He's doing what he's doing to save his family, not because he agrees anymore. He's doing it so his dad and his mom don't die because that's what Voldemort told him. If he doesn't complete this shit, they all die. Yeah. And so then he has to agonize over, okay, I've got to kill this old bastard. How the fuck do I do this? How do I kill Dumbledore? I mean, he's an all-knowing, omnipresent being also. Except he doesn't represent God. He's just a pain in the ass. Um, well, he the only one that won. God likes would be Harry, because Harry uh, is both powerful and normal. And the whole thing is he takes his responsibility seriously. Yeah. And the fact is he doesn't want the power. He doesn't want the fame. All he's ever wanted is a happy, loving family and a normal life. And he doesn't get that. So, actually, he hates what he has. Yeah. Well, Draco also most likely wishes he had had more love and affection. And that he hadn't been stuck on the wrong side. I mean, really, overall, it bites for both of them. You look at Severus Snape. He was also abused. There are memories of abuse. What the fuck with Dumbledore here? What kind of responsible school 
doesn't realize the students are abused and doesn't pay attention. Look, it shows how past history and abuse and the different kinds of abuse. Severus was emotionally and physically abused. Harry was also. If you look at Draco, he was just emotionally and psychologically fucked. And they all have a different outcome. One is the obvious hero. One is an anti-hero. And one is just some poor fucked up kid who didn't get a chance. And you realize this. That no matter what, in everyone, for the most part, there's some kind of good. Even when you hate them to your very fucking core, because that's what you're supposed to do. Out of curiosity, do you just not have anyone to talk to, to about Harry Potter? No, no, I don't. I actually don't get to geek out very often, period. So, oh, uh, I also don't make dirty uh, jokes anymore. Yeah, I don't get to do this very often. I figured, I figured that because somehow a, an offhand comment about Wolverine has all these powers because he's too important, kind of like how I felt about Harry Potter, sent you off into a Harry Potter diatribe that ultimately had nothing to do with Wolverine. I can get back to Wolverine and do a diatribe on him, but I was saving that. Yeah. Uh, I had to point out Harry Potter first because you were unfair to Harry Potter. You stopped at the fourth uh, fucking book. No, no. It, you went off on your rant before I could ultimately tell you that I read all seven books. Um, my first read-through, I stopped at book four because really it was, you know, I was sitting here as like a 14-year-old, you know, going... Um, uh, damn it! Uh, like you know, try wizard tournament. Oh, sorry, Harry, you're not old enough. You won't get to do this. Oh, look, names are popping out. Boom, fourth name, Harry Potter, and I'm like, fuck this. Harry is too important. Now, in hindsight, having actually finished the book and read the other books, I get why it happened. But in the moment, I'm like, I get that I'm supposed to relate to Harry, that I'm supposed to see this world through Harry's eyes, but. When you are that special, and I don't know why, I can't relate to you. That was my problem then. I understand that that wasn't really well explained. Well, no, what I want to know is, like, okay, first, second, and third year, I mean, the whole attempts on his life actually made sense. But fourth year, why didn't they stop that? He could have fucking died. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the big point. He could have died. That was endangering his life. And the whole reason he was too young was because he didn't have the magical experience or the knowledge or the know-how to finish that if he didn't have people to help him. Yeah. Even if one of them was an evil, maniacal supporter of Voldemort. But either way, the guy still helped him. Yeah. And the other three people that are in charge of the school stuff, oh, well, his name came out. Yeah. No, motherfucker, you should have halted right there. Uh, Put that shit uh, on hold and investigated that shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, really? this, this magical thing that's popping people's names out, it popped an extra name out. I guess we shouldn't investigate that or, you know, disqualify it since technically he is still too young. Exactly. Or, oh, I don't know. I mean, think about that. They blamed him for his name getting in there. What the shit? Which, Hello, people. I, the Weasley twins. If the Weasley twins could not make it past that fucking barrier, how the hell is Harry going to do it? No offense to Harry. Well, I mean, first of all, he's not into that. If you look at it from Second the... Of all, he's not into that. Third of all, he's not into that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying from from another perspective, it, you know, you go, well, Harry did stop Voldemort. Who's to say he couldn't he couldn't somehow rig this? 
Yeah, but my only thing is, people, think about it. He was a toddler. Oh, well. Accidental magic, people. That means he had no harness on that, and now we're teaching him. So hey. what the fuck does he know at this rate? There are people at this very moment who still think that Obama is a Muslim. I can't help those people. Oh, trust me, I know. I'm no, my thing is because if you're what they want to believe. I don't know. My my whole thing is people who are willing to read the Chronicles of Narnia or Harry Potter or Let's go with the Hunger Games because they sound like they're going really well at this point. I will not mention the Golden Compass series because that was written by an atheist to convert children, and that's not okay. Like, that was the sole purpose those books were written, and to make God seem hateful, well, which is just mean. But No, the author of the book, straight up, fessed up, in an interview, that's why he wrote those books. But, I mean, at the same time, like, that may be why he wrote those books, but, and granted... I knew that before going into it. Wow. That is Oh, I haven't read them. I refuse to read them because I refuse to support him. So Okay. <laughs> so, total sidetrack. I have lived in this apartment for like almost four months now. I am sitting at the desk that I've that I've had in this spot for like a couple months. And I just mm-hmm. now for the first time noticed that what, whoever was in this room before had a star sticker on the wall, and after the old, other people moved out, they painted over it. So it is still on the wall. That was just like that was just really threw me off. So wait, there's a Star Wars poster on your wall that's been painted over. No, a star sticker. It's it's just a star small sticker. Poster. Yeah, it's a sticker of a star. It's a small one. What the shit? Yeah, I know. Like, how did you miss that? Well, I would just stare at that and chip away at the paint. But that's probably not good, so don't do it. Right, right. I almost <laughs> it off, and then I was like, wait, that, then there's going to be a star-shaped area where there's no paint. So we're going to leave that alone. Even though it's really, really tempting. Yeah. Now it's okay, gonna- here. I'm, I'm going to go on my diatribe of Wolverine now. Okay. So we get back to this. It'll be fun. But no, no, I did my diatribe on him and Victor, partially. But anyway, but the whole thing is, I mean, they're the ultimate ferals because they're the original ferals. And technically, I think their body's still evolving, but they're basically a one-of-a-kind set. That's not going to happen again. Yeah. They're They're almost like a mistake of nature. It was a one-time fluke because of when they lived, where they lived, and, you know, I think evolution experiments, partially, I really think it does, because there are those failed attempts, those, what the fuck just happened here, like the platypus, and, you know, things like that. I mean, come on, look at the platypus. The Creed, Creed and Logan are platypus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are just that one fucking fluke of nature that stuck around. Yeah. Because... Somehow or other, whatever fucking happened with their genetics works. Yeah. And it stays. Well, and yeah, they're really way too cool, and yeah, they're really way too powerful. But the thing is, Victor, they they don't abuse it in an obvious way. Because they don't give a shit about politics. They don't give a shit about religion. They don't really have anything except one's good, one's bad. Yeah. And even then, they're not really good or bad. They're just like, 
it's they're really they're both really self-absorbed characters. Yeah, because if- they're promoting something, but why is why is Logan promoting his side? Because he has something invested in it. Because he has people he likes that are invested in it. And because he has people he wants to protect that are invested in it. Yeah. So it's completely self-involved and selfish. Victor wants the freedom to slaughter and kill. Yeah. Why? Because he's a hunter. It's what he does. He wants to kill and eat and laze around and have some girl have his kid, maybe. I think he's rethought having kids after that one politician. Yeah, him and Mystique had a kid. Did you ever look this up? Huh? I can't fucking remember his name. No, I didn't. But him and Mystique had a kid the first time they got together. That kid ended up not having powers, and he became this really, really hateful anti-mutant politician who was later killed because he was doing all these things, and I'm pretty sure he's doing some illegal shit, too, trying to kill them. Um, but he was killed by a Mystique from another timeline. So, yeah. Let's see. I am on the official Marvel Universe wiki, so if I can't find it here, I doubt I'll find it anywhere. I don't know if it was on the official wiki, because I'm not sure back when I found that. Yeah, it's on here. I think uh, his first name's Troy. Uh, I don't see a name at the moment. Let's see. Uh, Sabretooth was also again manipulated by Mystique, who, for reasons of her own, seduced him in order to become pregnant with his child. However, the resultant uh, son had no mutant potential and was abandoned by Mystique, growing up to become the anti-mutant activist Graydon Creed. There we go. Woo! I'm good. That's the only known child of Sabretooth that he hadn't already killed. He prefers to kill them in the womb. He doesn't give them a chance to breathe. Yeah. Actually, if he can help it, there's, like, no way for the chick to become pregnant. Oh, holy crap. And he was a major character. He's appeared in 213 issues. Yeah, he was one of the first anti-mutant politicians. And yet has a very short page on Comic Vine. Um, yeah. Well, it's, he's a very hated... He was very hated, but he was up there with... um. Man, there's a couple. He's up there with the douchebag that fucked with Victor and Logan... Um. Why his name escapes me now, I don't know, but it does. Which one? Um, the douchebag, the religious zealot that I didn't know he was a religious zealot. Stryker. Yeah, there you go. Basically, he's up there with, like, Stryker in them, you know, that kind of where they're just utter assholes, and you don't give a fuck, you just want them to die already. And then they only really did one thing their entire series, which was the evil. I mean, Stryker actually got kind of elaborate, but Creed's kid didn't really. I mean, he had, I think he had, like, a few minor, like, evil plots, but he didn't really have an evil plot, you know? Yeah. He was just hateful. And Creed basically looks at his kid and goes, the fuck? That actually came out of my fucking loins? Really? Yeah. I helped someone create that. Fuck you, Mystique. You're the reason he's fucked up. That is your fault. We know I'm a sucky parent, but come on. Really? I feel that's how that went down. Uh, okay. That's a little ridiculous. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I'm kind of, I'm looking up Graydon Creed on Comic Vine and on Marvel.com on their official wiki. And, um, Marvel has a, uh, a, what they call a power grid that breaks it Breaks a character down by, like, intelligence, speed, 
strength, durability, energy, projection, and fighting skills. And mm-hmm. it them from one to seven. And it has fan votes and official ratings. Uh, for Graydon Creed, across the board, on all six of those things, he is maxed out at seven. Huh. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I guess they found him a really well-thought-out, fucked-up character. Maybe. I mean, well, think about it. Think about who, who his two parents are. Because here's how you plan out how he became a villain. I mean, first of all, think about who his two parents are. Yeah. If he even knows who his parents are. I don't even know if he ever found out. Oh, that fucker's the one that did Friends of Humanity. That's how I found him. I looked up Friends of Humanity because of something. And that is how I found motherfucking Graydon Creed. He was a part of the uh, Fires and Friends of Humanity. No, he formed it. Oh, okay. He fucking formed that shit. That's why I hate him. Because he fucking formed it. Motherfucker, he started it. Yeah. He started with basically the KKK against mutants. Pretty much. Um, the, the first ones. Then there became another extremist group that came after them. Because they're, they're the political front. And then there's this backdoor group that, like, they do the dirty business. Friends of Humanity is real political and, like, real PC and shit, you know? Uh, you See, w- that's what they do. But, yeah. You want to hear a uh, a little more fucked up version? Because hmm. um, the, the Marvel wiki has a little more information on him. Because, um, you know, it says he's yeah. Sabretooth's kid. He was abandoned. But uh, Mystique apparently kept an eye on him while he was at the orphanage and stuff. Uh, of course she did. She created him. Yeah, of course. And uh, he came to find out who his parents were, so and that they abandoned him. So he was all like, "Blah, I don't like mutants." Um, see, he went on to become a rabid anti-mutant uh, lobbyist and founded the Friends of Humanity, a grassroots campaign dedicated to eradicating the perceived mutant menace that quickly turned into a national movement. Creed also came to join the Upstarts, a group. Of- I was just looking at that actually. A group of wealthy and powerful individuals who had banded together by the uh, enigmatic game master with the sole purpose of killing mutants for points in a twisted game. Hey, Celine. Holy fuck, I haven't seen her in hell if I even know. It's Celine and uh, game master. Motherfucker, he is a mutant. See, that's what I don't get. When the race is racist against its race. Yeah. If that even made sense. <laughs> see. Because on on the official Marvel wiki, you know, it says powers, none, abilities. He was a skilled politician and speaker. Um, no weapons. Um, oh, wait a second. Uh, as Tribune Creed? Um... Oh, that's right. Yeah, he has... I'm just seeing this, because I think this was added at some point. Yeah, because he has a yeah. armor that increases his strength to superhuman levels. Uh, he was apparently... He hired assassins to kill his mother and had his father implanted with a bomb. Oh, wow. That's that's crazy. Uh, apparently, he tried to run for president, but uh, at some point during his campaign, somebody assassinated him. Uh, that would be a mystique from another timeline. Yeah. Yeah, a plasma beam 
a plasma beam completely disintegrated him. It was later revealed that the beam was fired by a time-delayed weapon configured by Mystique's future self, whose mind had been sent back into her past body to ensure her son's death. Recently, Creed was revived by Bastion using a transmode virus. I was like, did you see that? I was wondering. Yeah, he's... So we have to find a second coming storyline, because I want to see uh, him killed by Hope Summers. I also want to find where the fuck this happened in the pages of X-Force. The fucking purifiers dug his ass up. Yeah. Really? Motherfuck. Well, at some point, because uh, I read Second Coming, and I didn't know anything about him, so I didn't know, you know... I guess he gets revived during Second Coming or whatever, but I... Or he was revived before it, and then they let him loose in that. I'm not sure, because I've honestly never known him before about, like, 15 minutes ago. So, see, this is going to be the advantage of us reading through all the X-Men comics. See, and my whole thing is, man, I'm trying to remember what the fuck I would have been reading if I was looking up Friends of Humanity, because it wouldn't have been the one I liked with Sabretooth, and his girl, because that's new. Like, that's really, really new, and this has been years. Yeah. Man, something brought up his kid. I know it, and I don't remember why. Except that he's a complete utter douchebag. Um, but no, anyway, back to how he's probably, like, one of, of a favorite villain is because he's just a very well-thought-out character. Yeah. Even though he lasted a very long time, which is why I'm kind of, why did he last so long? We should have killed him off sooner. He's only human. Yeah. I'm just saying. But if you look at his parents and the fact that Mystique did, would have kept an eye on him, and she did, which makes total and complete fucking sense, because, I mean, she's not a loving mother. We know this. Well, she loved Kurt, but we'll never understand that part. Right. Um, <laughs> I will never understand that. She likes Rogue. She likes Kurt. What the fuck? She didn't really give birth to either one of them. Well, I mean, she might have with Kurt, but that's a really complicated magic mess. Let's not get into that. Yeah, I mean... She gave birth to Graydon. She purposely seduced Sabretooth to give birth to this kid. What the fuck? She doesn't even like him because he's not a mutant. But anyway, but if you look at it, I mean, he was born for the potential of their combined abilities, which apparently canceled each other out and created him. Yeah. Not leaving for a happy mummy. So mom drops him off in the orphanage. That right there. I'm sorry. Look at Voldemort. He was dropped off in an orphanage. What happened to him? Yeah. You drop a kid off in an orphanage, they either become way too fucking good, like those happy-go-lucky, I'm sorry, but Xavier. They could become Xavier. Yeah. Shit. And you kind of want to kill them anyway. Good guys, but they annoy the fuck out of you. They're all omnipresent. But he went down the, a horrible path because, I'm sorry, orphanages are fucked up, especially when they're in a story. They're always bad. Yeah. I've yet to run across, except in little kids' stories, where orphanages are a good thing. It doesn't happen often. I really don't like it. So, I mean, that right there, not only he was planned. His, I mean, he wasn't planned, but his whole birth thing, all that shit was planned. Mystique made a fucking plan. That is point number one as to what led to be a villain. Second point, he was found deficient by his family. They dropped him off in an orphanage. Point number dos. Numero dos, most important, I believe. And then it goes from there to where he has to basically, because I don't think it said anything about him getting adopted. So 
hold on. He learned of his heritage. See, I think the third point is going to be he actually learned about his fucking heritage. He was the son of two mutants who had abandoned him as an inconvenience. He found out about that. And that made him bitter and pissed. He was never adopted, so he never had a chance at a loving family. Yeah. That causes more bitterness, compounded with the fact that he found out about his fucking heritage. That even though his birth was planned, the fact that he came out completely human made him an inconvenience. So they dumped him in this piece of shit. Which brings us to point number five, because the whole uh, never being adopted and finding out about a heritage is point number four. It's compounded because it makes it worse and, and leads to a very bitter child. Then there's the fact that as an orphan, like, as an orphan that never gets adopted, because this leads into point five, he has to fight for everything the rest of his life. He has to get jobs and go to school. He has to put himself through college, which he's probably smart enough to go and get all that, but he doesn't have a family to support him. He has no money. He has no life. He has no social standing. So he's got no support in the real world. He has to work his entire fucking life with no support. That just compounds the bitterness even more. That just makes it into outright hatred. So, all in all, throughout his entire, like, conception as a character, it just led from birth to adulthood to death. I mean, his entire life. It was one after another of unhappiness and unfairness. And the whole point is he only saw that. He only saw the reasons why to be angry. He didn't see the reasons why to be thankful. But if he had been stuck with mystique and... Sabertooth, he probably wouldn't even live through childhood. He most likely would not have been loved. Yeah. Hell, they probably would have beat on him, too. Who knows? Actually, I think that's the one thing about, like, Sabertooth and Mystique, they don't beat on kids. Very interesting. You know, like, actual little kids. Yeah. Um, at least Mystique doesn't. We've seen that. She likes kids. It's fucking weird, but yeah. But, I mean, if you look at that, his concept and his conception as a character, as a villain, is absolute, that there was basically no other way because they let him have all of these horrible, unfair things happen to where he only realized the dark. He only saw the bad. He never got a chance to look at the light, which led to him being one of the most ultimate human villains. Yeah. Because it was just absolute and complete. There, you got a satisfactory geek out diatribe <laughs> that was on topic. Yes. I like on-topic diatribes. Did it numb your brain, or did it make it overload? Uh, uh, can it have not done a little of both? <laughs> Too much to take in at one time? Uh, a tiny bit. It uh, was good, yeah? Oh, yeah, definitely. So, uh... Okay, so... What do you think is probably going to be the easiest way to get comics to you? Like how fast? No. How fast is your internet there? Uh, it's pretty decent, but not decent enough for Skype. So everything else, but things like that, it works. Okay, because I could probably get a uh, like one of those like media sharing sites or whatever, and like upload them, and then send you a link, and then you download them, that sort of thing. That sounds good. All right, cool. And then, uh, so, 
So, oh, I have to get off this page. Oh. <laughs> so do you? Drayton, Drayton just pisses me off. Oh, understandably I mean, so. Oh. Dude, he was on television. I have to check that shit out. <laughs> oh, which, which series? Uh, it says he appeared in the X-Men animated series voiced by John Stalker. I don't really know that. That would be, I think, the, the old school 90s X-Men. Most likely, because this time he didn't end up in an orphanage. He wound up in the care of his father, Sabretooth, who bullied and beat him constantly. Ha! Oh, shit, they just changed that a little bit, but it still sounded... Oh, yeah, and he still ended up founding the Friends of Humanity. He... Oh, my God. He got pardoned? Okay, Beast got pardoned by the president. Graydon became more resentful, and that led to the Friends of Humanity targeting the X-Men. And then he starts looking for new ways to kill mutants. He's hiring a scientist, creates a virus. And then, wow, he just... He goes through whatever, begins making public announcement about the dangerous plague carrying mutants. Wow. Yeah. He infects a baseline human. He infects, well, he gets he gets a follower to infect a baseline human, humans in contact with a number of known mutants and begins making public announcements. And while he's giving a speech about the plague's effects, Graydon attempts to infect Beast with the virus, but is stopped by Bishop. During the struggle, Graydon actually infects himself and treats back to the lab for medical aid. The X-Men follow, attack the base. The, time, the scientist reveals himself to be Apocalypse. Oh, shit. How did we miss this crap? This is amazing. That must be, because I've seen the first two seasons. That's got to be at least, like, th season three or four, if not five. Most likely. Hold on. Man, this shit is long because it's basically because this has had to, this had to take up like you know. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. If we can find the age of apocalypse reality, he goes by the name Horror Show. Oh, that's. He's part of the exterminated team with a handful of other humans. He's wearing an armor and appears to have a flamethrower and other firearms. Sorry, this is right above the television section because I was looking up to see. Oh. Like, oh, um, who was he in the house? Wow. That was Age of Apocalypse. He's called Horror Show. He's in Mutant X. Which I'm not... He's in House of M, Age of X. Like, these are other versions of him. Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. So I guess in House of M, because I've read Age of X and House of M, and... He probably wasn't very big, I'm assuming, because uh Okay, Agent X Age of X, he was he yeah. just led a strike force that put the mutant race on the verge of extinction. So he was probably like mentioned somewhere. Uh, yeah, well he was probably like you know what he caused, but you don't realize it's him because he's that shadowy background figure yeah. that doesn't come to the fore and he ends up dying anyway. Not um he said you read House of M? Yeah. Let's see, after the takeover, after Magneto's takeover of Genosha, Graydon Creed rose to prominence as an anti-mutant activist, becoming friends with Vice President 
Bolivar Trask, his prominence was short-lived as Magneto, who compared Graydon Creed to Adolf Hitler, viewed it as his duty to rid the world of the man. Magneto sent his assassin Sabretooth to kill him. Graydon Creed's massacred body was found by government agents, and Trask ordered his death ruled as an accident to prevent panic. Yeah, I'm going to guess that. Ouch. Oh, yeah, because there was a, uh, one of the issues they released of House of M was one that I didn't bother to read because it was a lot of text. It was sort of structured like a newspaper, and that... Oh, so then this probably would have been it, and somewhere in that newspaper, you would have found that his death was an accident. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Um, in Mutant X, he's the son, he's still the son of Mystique and Sabretooth, founder of Friends of Humanity... Oh, shit, he became the president of the United States after Mr. Fantastic went missing. Graydon also reinstated S.H.I.E.L.D. and promoted Nick Fury to general. Wow. Ooh, he was actually pretty major in that. He became the fucking president. Shit. And then you already know Age of Apocalypse. Yeah. Um... Hold on, I'm going back to, man, actually, Graydon Creed has an entire, like, compared to the other things, like, comic book-wise, he doesn't have a bunch of, like, mentions, but in television, he has this long-ass, I mean, long, wow. And at some point, the Friends of Humanity find out that he's the son of mutants, he gets left behind for the authorities, and it's, he got, like, yeah, anyway, but he ends up getting hurt because he gets infected. And then the the head of the council, if you know who the council is, because that rings a bell, but it doesn't, mm-hmm. hands him a file with information on his father, on his mother, Mystique, who he didn't know about. He knew about Sabretooth. He didn't know about Mystique. Then his foster sister, Rogue and his demonic-looking half-brother, Nightcrawler. Close to madness, he agrees to kill all mutants in return that the Friends of Humanity would let him return to the fold. Creed kidnaps his mother, Mystique, and forces her to send a letter to Nightcrawler saying she was in danger. Nightcrawler, of course, fearing for her life, gets Rogue and Wolverine to help. They locate the base, walk straight into a trap, Graydon attempts to gas all of the mutants to death. They manage to break free, defeat Creed. Mystique slips away, though, and is thought to have been killed when the dam burst open, though she actually survived. Creed is in his helicopter, washed away as the dam breaks down. He later wakes up aboard a helicopter bound. Four of the council members inform Graydon that he has failed for the last time by letting Mystique, Rogue, and Nightcrawler live and costing them their soldiers who were arrested for blowing up their dam base. As a result, Graydon has been expelled from the Friends of Humanity indefinitely. They push him from the chopper, and he parachutes to safety. Right in front of Sabretooth's rural home, as Sabretooth grabs Graydon on his landing to deal with Graydon personally. Well, fuck. Yeah, that bites. He has no happy death anywhere, which makes me secretly happy, but, I mean, there's no happy death for him. He doesn't get to grow old and die. Which I'm fine with. Oh, I am too. I'm trying, I'm looking at images. There's this strange image, and it's supposed to be of him. I don't see how. 
dude, somehow it led to an image of the full bio of Iceman. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, wait, it's one of the images, but it shows in the comic book, he's like, I think I'm suffering from what they call a secondary mutation from something Black Tom did. I'm actually becoming ice, and I can't change back. Huh, interesting. But for a minute, he looked like Cyclops, because he's wearing these sunglasses. Yeah. And where I was just like, whoa, it's just weird. Uh, Yesterday, was it yesterday we were talking about? Yeah, it was yesterday where we were where I brought up the juggernaut and all that stuff. Ew, juggernaut. Him being all sweaty. Ew. And then I told you to think about Deadpool's dick. Yeah. Which is all His corrupted, corrupted dick. Oh my god, I found Oh my god. Oh, that's so gross. Ah I found a Fox Kid and I mean like back in the nineties, Fox Kids. Picture oh. of Graydon Creed. Hold on, I've got to look at this. It's Marvel Database. Man, I hate when I'm having Photoshop moments. How well do you know Photoshop? Do what? How well How well do you know Photoshop? Uh, I'm okay. I'm not the best. And I'm probably really rusty at this point. Do you off the top of your head know it all how to add a uh, a stroke to text? No. You'd have to show me what you're talking about for me to understand. Oh. Yeah, the lingo I'm absolute shit at. Sorry. Uh, stroke is basically an outline. Um, that might be one of those things where you have to draw in a shape. Yeah, maybe. Oh, my gosh. I think I'm going to puke because I'm not sure what I'm looking at, but it's this giant green blob on this metal thing with legs and... What the fuck is that? Oh, well, hell. Why am I doing it in... I think I found Bigfoot, and what the fuck am I looking at? It's probably a very good question. Which I do well, it's Amazon DVD Verdict Review X-Men Volume 2. There we go. 1993, Disney never should have gotten a hold of X-Men. Um, I'm just saying that now. Okay. Disney should not have been allowed to touch X-Men. All right. What makes you say that? I hate Disney. Um, oh, well, there is that. Yeah, no, if it had been like Warner Brothers, Fox, I would have been better off. I'm looking at all these 90s, like... Spandex suits and Gambit and Phoenix and oh my fucking god. I still don't know what that original picture was. I now no longer know what I'm looking at because it's Magneto, some guy in a loincloth, a saber-toothed tiger, like an actual saber-toothed fucking tiger, and some bald guy in military dress. I'm very fucking confused. There's all these images and I'm not sure what the hell is going on. Mm-mm-mm. 
something in here about filtering out the fact that Mystique was Creed's birth mother. I don't know. Where the fuck is this coming from? Uh, that is weird. I think it's referring to the son, though, Graydon. It it better. <laughs> yeah, ditto. Because I'm like, that doesn't make sense, but okay. Oh, okay, now I understand what the fuck I'm looking at. It's Mojo Vision. That had me really freaked out for a minute. Yeah. I think I'm actually looking at Mojo. It's really gross. It's just this blobby dude that's almost Jabba the Hutt-esque, minus uh, tail and with actual arms. That would be Mojo. You will grow... I'm highly disgusted. Yeah. You you won't like Mojo. Guaranteed. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I think Mojo. Because Mojo's super annoying. Like, all you really got to do is go uh, watch Mojo in the uh, the '90s X-Men cartoon, and which is what this is. This is season two of it, and I'm highly disgusted. Yeah, as you should. I, I'm not even going to attempt looking up anything for that. Nope, not touching it. I know the basics. I'm going to keep it there. Definitely. Well. Alright, back to what you were saying. Um, yeah. I was trying to, uh, cause I'm trying to set up, like, a Google Plus page and stuff for the podcast and so on and so forth. And I was trying to make a logo and it wasn't helping. I will do Oh, it sorry, that's right. Oh, um, I told my friend about what we were doing and he said that sounds really fun and then he wants to be here. Okay. Unfortunately, he's all the way back in my hometown. That's not possible, but it was really funny. Yeah. He made this really sad face that he wasn't able to. Well, you can you can send him a link. I told him I would. I asked because that's what it was. It's like, would you watch this if I sent you a link? And he's like, I want to be there. I'm like, well, you're already you're all the way here. I can't really help you. It's like, oh, like yeah. I'm looking up the IMDb of the guy who uh, did the voice for Graydon when he was on TV. Yeah. And he did Ultron in the Avengers series of between 99 and 2000. Interesting. Yep. Redwall the movie. My gosh, he does, like, everything. Like, this is what he does. He has some acting. He's mostly uh, voices. Wow. No, he's like basically for everything. He does a lot of animated. He did Graydon Creed and Leech. Like those are the two voices he did. Huh. I can't remember who Leech is, but I have a feeling that I don't like Leech. Well, definitely. I mean, come on. His name is Leech, for God's sakes. Yeah. Oh, he's in X-Men 3. Oh, it's the kid that neutralizes powers. Oh, okay. The one that they're trying yeah. to the uh, the they try to utilize it to make the um the um shit. Yeah, the cure. Yeah. Okay, so real quick, did you still want to do the like, you know, get used to all this episodes with like the daredevil and whatnot? Yeah. It would it would be good because it gives us a run of what to go on, what to do, what not to do. Yeah. 
Sure. All right. So, because I really, because I can't figure out what all I want to do. Like, I want to do Daredevil because I'm on a massive Daredevil kick right now. Ah, dude, I love Daredevil. I would totally up for it. Uh, would you be willing to do Atomic Robo? I'm not even vaguely familiar with that. I'm sorry. Let me give you the elevator pitch for Atomic Robo. Um... Cause, okay, because, like, Atomic Robo is, um... I think you've told me to check this out before. Yeah. Yeah, you have. Okay, I kind of know what it is. Yeah. So, you're, uh, you're familiar with Nikola Tesla, right? Yes. Yes, you have done this. You went on a whole awesome yeah. diatribe about this. Yeah, in the 1920s, he made, uh, Robo, who is an automatic robot. Um, yes. Or he's a, he's a robot with automatic intelligence is what they call it. Um, and uh, there's this, like, the and the way they're releasing it's kind of cool because they're doing, like, five or six issue volumes that tell, like, a complete story. And then there's, they've got a timeline going where um, in the end you can look back and all the stories fit into a timeline. There's, there's a continuity. Um, but, like, you can... And the, the big thing that they're selling it on is you can literally pick it up at any point. Mm-hmm. So, which which I think is really, really cool. So, um, and so what you have is, like, Robo is, like, at this point, like, 80 years old. Um, wow, and he's only five feet tall. I never picked up on that. Yeah, he's itty-bitty. That's adorable. They're coming out with a new series March 28th. Just thought I'd tell you. Yeah, um, I, because I'm looking at the shit now. So that that'll be in the mail soon. Because what it is is uh, that one is there's all these like little side stories and stuff, and so that that series is going to be like a five issue anthology. Um, wow. Yeah, that and that's going to be cool because uh, that's lots of little stories that they haven't been able to fit in anywhere. So they're just like, going to make like that little anthology series. Um. So, but it's it's really really cool, and the the latest uh, volume they put out was really good. And I figured, hey, why not like get you into it and uh, try and test the theory of you can pick it up anywhere and still like it and know what the hell's going on and all that. Mhm. No, I'm paying attention. I just and the... dude, they made a short. They made an animated short. Uh, I don't think it's out just yet, but it will be. Well, they're showing a preview of it, which is pretty amazing. They've got all the money. Yeah, I think they uh, they just finally got all the money through their uh, Kickstarter that they were doing. Mm-hmm. Which, if I had money, I would have thrown it at them. They have 500% funded. Oh, Jesus. That is awesome. Yep. They're only supposed to. They only had to get twelve thousand. They got sixty thousand seventy dollars. Jeez, that is awesome. And there's still twenty days left for this shit. Who knows what they'll get? But I'm looking at what they've already got down, which is impressive. Oh, you know what's awesome? It's probably not going to happen. But there's a guy who has started up a Kickstarter to buy Kickstarter. Really. Really. Um, let's see, 
What are these? Dude, from? I'm looking at the official trailer. I haven't watched it yet. I I need to. I am watching it right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is amazing. I just have to see what they're doing animation-wise, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Automatic intelligence. I'm sorry, say that again? Said, God, I wish I had a ton of money to throw at this. Right? Oh. Oh, if you pledge $35 or more, you get an art book, you get a DVD reward. Oh, my God. If you, uh, if you pledge $1,200 or more, they have a, uh, they will, they will give you a cameo in volume eight of the series. Cameo with dialogue. Um, Oh, that is awesome. So, like, $1,200 or more, they have two cameos for males and two cameos for females. Um, Right now it's down to female. Do I? It says female. For this reward, you will have, yeah, for female characters with dialogue. So they've got the males. They've got two males and one female. They need one more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but like, so you get you get your cameo in there, and you get all six of the graphic novels signed by the writer and the artist. Uh, you get the last stop T-shirt and a copy of the DVD, as well as the art book for it. Um, oh my uh, God! I want to give twelve hundred dollars. Right. I mean, I have it. I can't use it. <laughs> I don't even have that much. It's savings. I have to keep it. It's technically not mine to give. I don't get to do wasteful shit like this. That sounds very bad. Should I be concerned? What? That neat, neat. No, the donking sound. I hate the donk sound. Uh, no, that was on my computer. It's all good. I know. I'm asking if I should be concerned for your computer. It's all good. Um, In the computer world, that is my least favorite sound. Like, I literally hate that sound. Yeah, totally understandable. Oh. It doesn't give you a reason why it happens, either. It just happens. Yeah. So, so you're, you're cool with Daredevil and Atomic Robo? Absolutely. Sweetness. I think Atomic Robo I know I can definitely get into. And, of course, come on, it's fucking Daredevil. He's fucking hilarious. How do I not get in on that? Oh, I'm magnetizing things. It's fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's this really little, um, it's this really small uh, magnet that I picked up. And then I ended up picking up. Um, some kind of washer, like small, for like some kind of indoor thing washer. Yeah. And then there's these two large and a smaller washer that's like construction grade. Yeah. And I've got some kind of nut. I have some kind of, I think it was a pant button at some point. And I have a screw and I have some.
grandmother kind of like itty bitty washer, and they're all magnetized from this one little washer. Interesting. And I'm just kind of making a magnetic sculpture out of it. It's lots of fun. I can take a picture of it for you. <laughs> you want to see it? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I love that you go all of my craziness. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me laugh, though. I'm going to be why, why, why. Yeah. Wait. Focus on the sculptures, you damn camera. Yeah, yeah. Aha. You know how to picture of my magnetic sculptures. I want you to see if you can figure out what's next to uh, I, 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 I assume you sent that. Sorry, my phone went on mute. <laughs> I just keep playing with it. It's so much fun. Now it kind of looks like a cannon. Mm-hmm. Weirdo. I'm not weird. I'm a geek. It's expected. Now I'm not sure what it's doing, but whatever it's doing, it's fun. It does. It looks like some kind of weapon from some archaic age of tininess. Makes for lots of fun. You are an interesting character. You already knew that. Yeah, I did. Check your phone, damn it. I, I'm checking it. I haven't gotten anything yet. Uh, I don't like that photos send so slowly. Yeah, I know, right? It annoys me. Oh, thank God, tomorrow's Friday. I can stay up all fucking night and then sleep all fucking day because I have no class. This is beautiful. Uh, I am so for school to start. Like, it is, I can't register until April 9th, and it is like an agonizing wait. Are you doing summer school? Yes. Like, the summer? Okay. I was wondering how soon you were starting back if you are waiting till fall or if you were going to do summer. I'm doing the summer. Uh, I'm register April 9th, and then i got to wait until May 29th for class to start. Mm, that's fun. Well, I think I'm going to take time off, because I have no fucking clue what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. But I'm going to try really hard to find a fucking apartment that I can afford. Find, like, two, three jobs. I don't give a shit. I will take tons of jobs. And I will not go home. I probably sound like such a, like, stubborn child, but I don't want to go home. Well, I don't blame you. Like, I like it here. I'm happy here. I just don't know what I'm doing, which kind of takes some of the happiness away. Then yeah. I'm, like, falling apart, so it's really not good. <sighs> wow. My upload speed is way slower than my download speed. 
doesn't that just bite? It does. And I didn't think it would be this much slower. Because, like, I am uploading um, 287 megabytes worth of stuff. And, like, I've been able to get download speeds of, like, 2 megabits per second. Granted, that's when things are super, super awesome. But, you know, normally I have 500 plus kilobits a second. And I'm uploading at 230 right now. So. You know that makes no translation into my world, right? Yeah, I know. I, I'm sorry. I'll let you go on about it, and I and I think it's fascinating that you know what you're talking about when it comes to that. Yeah. I just know when something's slow and when something's fast. Yeah, just know I I give slower than I take. I don't know. I, I really wish I understood that, but it really doesn't, like, translate. I've had my really smart technical friends, like, try to explain this shit to me. Yeah. And I don't understand it. Oh, that is... Hell, I'm not even sure if I understand what the fuck a URL is, so. <laughs> I don't. I have no understanding of this shit. I'm lucky I can go between a PC and a Mac. And I can work both. Though I hate PCs. Macs make so much more fucking sense. Yeah. But I can work them both. Ooh, I can't figure out which I want to do. Okay, because I'm trying I'm to... Writing. Do what? I'm writing. Not Again. I haven't written in so long. Uh, well, when you get your stuff written, you should totally send me a link. Or you could just go to my DeviantArt, because it's where I post shit. Ah, that too. And actually, if you if you went to my DeviantArt, you you would know who the fuck I am because I'm the only person that's left a comment for you. Oh, trust me, I know. I have. I was shocked. Like I looked through just out of curiosity some of the other stuff that I posted to see what, uh, like, uh, how many views and stuff I've gotten. Some of my stuff has gotten a lot of views, but like barely any comments or anything. Dude, my stuff's been favorited. The multiple times I've posted and reposted while trying to figure out how the fuck to post um, my literary works, which really pisses me off. I have no fucking clue how to do that. I didn't for, like, ever until I understood what the hell it meant to save it in a certain format. Yeah. Again, I didn't understand that till senior year, and then I forgot about it, and then I remembered it. But, Yeah. But, I mean, I've gotten plenty of views. I've gotten favorited multiple times, usually by the same people, because I end up unposting it, and then they're like, where the fuck did it go? And then they have to, like, search for me and find my shit again. Yeah. It's really funny, but they're really dedicated. They're really, really dedicated. I'm really, really impressed. Yeah. Because they really like my shit. But, yeah. But, like, no comments. I have had no fucking comments. Yeah. Unless I tell them, thank you for the llama or thank you for the fave. And they're like, oh, yeah, I love your work, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, I inspired somebody else to keep working on their own writing. Nice. I know. I'm like, holy shit, there's pressure. <laughs> Fuck. I have to write something else soon. God damn it. Oh, I really probably shouldn't say god damn it because I'm writing about God right now. So. Nice. 
that's probably frowned upon. And it's nothing hateful. I don't do hateful shit about religion. You're going to be frustrated that you should never be hateful. Yeah. Because you're talking about somebody else's belief system. Yeah, I still have no line art for you. Eh. I don't know if I ever will. Well, just know that whenever you get it to me, I'll be able to do it, so. That does sound very promising. Which way is it supposed to go? I am, actually, because uh, I don't do anything traditional art-wise, but I bought a... Uh, I bought a, a really nice app for my uh, Kindle Fire, and I bought a stylus so that I could sort of do the coloring stuff on the go. And, man, that stylus is hard to get used to. Is it really? Yeah. So. Uh, I know, like, I know I need to um, learn how to do that. Like, as an artist in these in this day and age, you need to learn how to work the computer and how to do, like, Photoshopping and using like the stylus and crap and like doing things like that, you know? Yeah. Like using all these different programs, you need to at least know the basics. Yeah. And I don't. I've never even touched a fucking. I, I haven't used any of that shit. I've never. Photoshop is the most I've done, and that's it. Yeah. Hey, um. Wow, I feel really stupid right now. Are do you have like. A Yahoo Messenger and stuff? I do. Do I already have my Yahoo Messenger? I'm pretty sure we've talked to each other on it. Probably. I just, I never get on Yahoo Messenger. Dude, I don't get on Yahoo. I don't get on Yahoo. I don't get on Facebook. I'm, the most I get on is like DeviantArt. That is literally, most of the time, except for my phone, is the only place you can really reach me. Yeah. Which kind of bites for anybody else if they don't know this. Yeah. Um, where the hell are you on my island? Now I have a tiny island. What? I have my my sculptures turned into a tiny island. Nice. With a tree. Did you ever get the picture? I did. It's interesting. Yes, yes it is. I'm up with a better critique than that. It's a free-form magnetic sculpture. <laughs> you being silent makes it funnier. It's a nice. It's a nice thing. I'm about to take another picture. Nice. Because it looks different. It's done something else. All I do is poke it, and if it does something else, I'll take a picture. Nice. All right. Uh, you should totally get on Yahoo Messenger right now so that I can send you something that I started working on last night. Tell me it's a saber-tooth, because if it's not a saber-tooth, I might stab you to the phone. Uh, it's not a saber-tooth. It is a Wolverine with Hellboy. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, make me interested. Thought that might vaguely. Motherfuck! I said sign in, not sign up. 
Continue without changes. Thank you. I have not done a damn. What the fuck? Ah. Whoa, hold up. Killing spree suspect dead. Oh. Wow. He jumped out a window after a standoff with the French police. Oh, that's crazy. Dude, I just don't know. It was an Islamic extremist. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, because it's probably the craziest news story I've ever heard. Did I tell you about the uh, the Chinese kid with a penis problem? No, do tell. Okay. So, this uh, Chinese kid... He'd been having, like, some issues down there, and his parents had taken him to, you know, like, the emergency room and stuff. This is all in China. And they'd, you know, they'd done, like, you know, it's like, ah, it hurts down there. But, like, they couldn't find anything. And so they finally, like, went to a better doctor after three months of this, and he finally started peeing blood. Come And and this Um, is about the time when he finally decides to admit to his parents that, yeah, I stuck a needle in my penis. Like, like yeah, like in the urethra. And, uh, and how did they not find this? I don't know how they didn't find it. But, like, so at this point, it's been in his penis for three months. And what happened was, is, like, he decided to stick it in there to see what it was like and then got it too far in there and couldn't get it out, and it's slowly been working its way down his penis. And it's, like, dangerously close to his bladder now. Dude, it should be working its way out, not in. Uh, it, it's going back in somehow. Ah. Oh. Like, okay, a really stupid thing to do, but you don't wait three months to finally go to your parents about it. Dude, no offense. I almost got a toy stuck in me. I'm not going to admit that to my mom. <laughs> but I was a lot younger too, and I just started, and I didn't understand all the implications of me being so tight. Yeah. But there's, but there's a difference. That was almost stuck in you. You got it out. Yeah, but it took me like 30 minutes. <laughs> so fuck you. So was it more pleasurable going in or out? Going out. Interesting. In was the easy part. Out was hard. <laughs> uh, you should probably see what I wrote for you. I did. You called me an asshat. No one's called me that. <laughs> you did you an no one's called me that since my ex. Oh, well, you know what? I had that word before your ex, so. I suppose so, maybe. I fucking learned that shit in fifth grade. Yes, I did. All right. You should accept the file I'm sending you. And nothing's popping up. It should soon. Right. I think it's using Mebo. I'm downloading the actual Yahoo Messenger right now, so it'll be a minute. Ah, never mind. There it goes. Uh, I have no... I don't know. I just 
little pop-up window? That's it. Shut the hell up, Yahoo Messenger. What the hell just happened? My shit went away. That is so rude. I know, right? How rude. How was I not added to your list? I don't know. You disappeared. I don't know either. There. I don't even know how most of this shit works. Now I'm sending you a file. Oh, in case you were curious, you know my um, Batman Wolverine, where it's Batman and Robin and Wolverine X-23? Yeah. That's been viewed 309 times. That's my most viewed thing. Really? Really. Great coloring, but shitty composition. Yeah. And it's really crap proportions. Conceptually, it's it's probably my favorite thing that I've done so far because I, I just no, like, like the concept is wonderful. The execution sucks. Yeah. But I'm just a really like I'm a hard ass when it comes to this craft. Okay, I'm not receiving anything. Really? Because mine says it's trying to send it to you. Mine says nothing. It says, don't judge, you asshat. <laughs> uh, Plus our past conversations where you poked me. I poke a lot. That's funny. I swear that smiley face fucking blink. It is blinking. What the shit is that? What? I got an ah. Yes, I just. I have that. Ah. And then, okay, I, I just send you the file. I just got you just got what? I just got the ah. Like yeah. Literally, just now. Well, I was trying to send you the file, and then... Um... Uh, hey, uh, my roommate's just getting home, so let me go ahead and let you go. But I will text okay. stuff. So. No problem. All right. Hey, oh. if anything, um, try and send it to me through my DeviantArt. All right. 